1: Ortiz fights it off center field. Damon run a new plate, and he can keep on running to New York. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions.
0: I can't circle. I don't have my telestrator today, but what? here comes a pizza. See it? <laughs>
2: this is our fucking city, and nobody's gonna dictate our city. Stay strong.
3: All right, we're back. It's another episode of the Red Sox podcast that we can't say the name Red Sox. We don't know what the name is. Uh, We got the full roster in the house coming off the first series victory of the season against the Detroit Tigers. Uh, Some people on this podcast predicted a sweep. Those people are fucking idiots. Some people, the smartest people on this podcast said two out of three. And it was two out of three. I thought it was going to be a one and one split. I didn't think we were playing a baseball game today. I didn't think that we were playing a baseball game today. but we did play a baseball game today, a game in which the Boston Red Sox won kind of I mean, the fact that the fact that they needed nine runs in Hansel Robles, by the way, to face the franchise to save this game, don't love that. but I don't know if I want to start I don't know if I want to start with the series finale. I don't know if I want to start there. I kind of want to start in the beginning. First of all, uh, this is going to be a test. First of all, how, how are we doing? How are we doing, guys? <clears throat> Pretty good. Pete Pre- was the first. Okay. All right. So we're, we're kind of going for like who who's going to have like the assertiveness to when a, a general vagueness is presented, who's going to be the first to kind of jump in there? It's Pete. You know what? I like that much, Pete. All right. I'm, I'm happy to be that guy. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great, Pete. <laughs> Say hey, kid. Happy By the to be way, here. Uh, shout out to DraftKings. We're doing the same game parlays. Motherfucking Julio. By the way, why can someone please explain to me why a walk is not a total base? Like Major League Baseball, baseball reference, sports books, uh, fantasy baseball. We've all just universally decided. <clears throat> That a total base is, it, it, a, a walk does not count as a total base. And I never cared about this before we started doing these picks. But now that we're doing these motherfucking picks, Julio, I, what did I have? Uh, two plus bases, two plus total bases for Julio. Uh, Kike to get a hit and Red Sox money line. Can you answer this for me? If you
2: reach on an error, does that count as total base? No. No. So it's like literally only
3: hits I uh yeah I guess how many bags you had on on a hit like the fact that a walk is not a total base is fucking asinine does not make any sense because Julio walked three times and had a hit so he had four fucking total bases, but he only gets credit for one uh, and the parlay was that he needed two plus. And then Kike to get a hit, you had a fucking Homer and Red Sox money line. Like that fucking cash and checks out here. Yeah, that kind of seems like bullshit.
2: Seems like a walk is as
3: good of a hit. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You reach base without recording an out that you count as a total base.
3: Yeah. Like you act unless I could understand an intentional walk, not counting as a total base. Still think you walk. Yeah, I wouldn't even complain if an intentional walk counted as a total base. But if you walk, you earn the fucking walk. You did something for that, Pat. How do you do? You you care about this?
0: (laughs) Do I care about this?
3: You care about it? Are you talking about the podcast or or yeah? You care about anything?
0: (laughs) I care about this only because I don't
3: even think your fucking mic is on. So that's a real tough start to say that you care when I don't think your mic is on, Pat.
0: It's on, Jared. I don't know what to tell you.
3: <laughs> tap tap it. It's oh, on. Yeah, okay. It's all, on. Respect. all, Son of all a right. Respect. Sorry, bitch, Jared. <laughs> Apologize, Jared. No. Absolutely. Not. Uh it doesn't sound like it's on, so that's okay. Or
0: mic quality. Anyways, continue. Well, this mic is from a company that we don't particularly care for, so I that's didn't understand true. that. Okay. Um <laughs> No, I don't care. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. Yeah, I appreciate no. that.
0: The thing is uh, here here's what I'm at I'm not a gambler but by I don't gamble all that much I do little casino work but um you gamble you know, your integrity every weekend <clears throat> moving on from that um <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no I, I'm upset that guys you know people took your your little picks I'm upset they didn't win their money
2: your little picks <laughs> so little demeaning
1: picks.
4: <laughs> take your little take your little picks and shove them up your ass Jared. <clears throat> Jared, do you see how serious some people have been taking them and your mentions? Like, I see people getting legit angry
3: and upset yeah. about
4: these picks. Yeah,
3: there, I mean, there's definitely some people. I, I, the people that have gotten the angriest, I've noticed none of them follow me on Twitter. Yeah. So it's, yeah, they're, I, I would say like the people that are like a fan of the show or like whatever the Twitter account, like they're like, yeah, like I'll ride with you because. You know, we wanna have similar experiences. Like when you yeah. lose, I lose. When we win, we all win. Yeah. And then there's people who are like, How the fuck didn't you correctly <laughs> predict the future, you fucking asshole? It's like, all right, <clears throat> I understand. Uh, you know, you you wanna win your bets. I, I would love to as well. I would love to be in on that. Um, but that's why I'm starting with blaming Major League Baseball for not recognizing a walk as a total base. It starts there, it starts there because you know, I'm a big excuse maker. When when I don't win, what do you do? You make excuses. So deflect <laughs> the <fat's>, lame. <laughs> blame. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at right now is uh, that that parlay from the series finale against Detroit that hits if if statistics make sense. You're
2: kind of spot on with your uh, your like evaluation of the gambling market, though, because like that's been my exact experience with NHL stuff. Whenever I do that, is that like it's the people who. Are only there for the gambling. Like, you're right. The people who want to ride with you for, like, the experience, they'll be like, ah, fuck, you, you lost me some money, whatever. And then it's the people who are, like, betting the mortgage who are like, <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill you.
4: <laughs> Full mental breakdowns. Like, you see the pain. Like, you're concerned. <clears throat> yeah.
3: Yeah, I wish uh, <clears throat> I wish it were easier. I wish you could. I mean, baseball has got to be one of the most difficult sports to to gamble on. It's... It's a very unpredictable game where you know, like the Pittsburgh Pirates c- could light up someone like Garrett Cole, like that. That happened. If it if it did happen, it wouldn't be front page news. It wouldn't be like, "Holy shit!" It'd be like, "Ah, oh, damn, tough night for Cole." Uh, it's just a different sport. It's a very unpredictable sport. But uh, see, the thing is, I did I did predict it correctly for this game, and i i was I was jobbed by by Major League Baseball for not recognizing walks as total bases. Anyways. Red Sox take two out of three in the series. Uh, I want to start with the series opener and the Javi Baez home run off of Ryan Brazier because there was two sides of the fence here. So, Pat, the Red Sox lost the first game of the series, and it was because mm-hmm. Javi Baez hit a home run off of Ryan Brazier. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. it was on, But it was on a fastball up and out of the zone. So, some people were saying, because my whole stance was, I mean, the Red Sox offense isn't doing dick. They scored one run. Okay? They scored one run. How can you really blame Ryan Brazier when your offense scores you one run? You're not going to win many ball games when you only score one run. Fair. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think fans were upset because Ryan Brazier's fastball was like 92, 93. We're used to seeing 95, 96. And you have to know the guy at the plate. Know the hitter. Javi Baez is a guy that can get to that pitch. It doesn't matter if it's up and out of the zone. He, he'll take daddy hacks on pitches or specifically fastballs that are a little up and out of the zone. Uh, he's able to, to, to barrel those and, and he did. He hit the shit out of that ball. Two run home run and the Tigers win the game. So I don't know. I mean, I, I still, I still kind of put more you don't even really need to blame It's one fucking game. They end up winning the series, but at the, at the time it didn't look great. It's like, Oh, great. You just, you fucking, here we go again, losing baseball games, but losing that series opener. Uh, I'll start with Tyler. Where did you place more blame? Was it on uh, the Red Sox offense or was it on a guy like Brazier giving up the Homer, even though it, people were acting like he threw it right down the cock.
4: It was definitely the offense. I I think you can hold Ryan Brazier accountable. Like we we said that exact thing on this podcast. I'm pretty sure we talked about Ryan Brazier's velocity being down. And we know when things clicked finally again in 2020, the velocity bounced back at the very end of the year. 2021 obviously misses a majority of the year with injuries. The velocity was still back up and you saw him pitch well. When he didn't pitch well in 2019, the velocity wasn't there. The velocity isn't there right now, and that's just the reality for him. If he keeps looking the way he does, he's going to be on that crunch come May 1st. But at that point, the offense hadn't showed up at all. We had been talking about it, you know, at that point on Twitter and everything. We were just waiting for the explosion. Well, finally, yesterday, the explosion happens, continues into today. But yeah, at that point, you have to put the blame on the offense, especially considering the bullpen before today had been great overall. Bullpen has been great.
3: Wasn't great today. Wasn't great today, Pete. Did you, no. did you watch the game today? Did you go I to the did. game in Detroit? Are you in Detroit I n- right now?
2: Did not. I'm. I'm famously very dry right now, so I was not at the game today mm-hmm. in Detroit. Sorry. Still at zero on the season. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't think you have to pick sides here for that season opener because obviously not going to win many games. Scoring one run, hit four hits against the fucking Tigers. <laughs> it's it's, just, it's infuriating. But I also think that you can put blame on the bullpen you when like the Ryan tires. Brazier is throwing fucking like low 90s, not to not even just low 90s, but three fastballs basically in the same exact location in a row and against he was, Baez. Baez was on every single one of them. So it's like, what the fuck are
3: we doing here? <laughs> I don't That's think you question. need to pick sides. So both sucked. Yeah, no, I don't think you need to pick sides either. Pat, did you watch any of the games?
0: Yeah, actually, I did. And I actually saw the Javi Baez home run. Um, it, as a pitcher, I, if a guy goes up and gets stuff, he, he does it. it. It is what it is at that point. Um, you're going to take the good with the bad with Javi Baez. He's swinging at everything. Uh, it's not a good fastball, but it's also not you know, a fastball that's dick down the middle. So. I'm not that upset about it. You blame the offense, in my opinion. You know, you can't, this bullpen is not a veteran bullpen in the sense that they have a bunch of studs back there. So you're going to put them in one-run ballgames. They're going to mess up. You know, it. it you don't want them this, uh, you don't want to put more pressure on them. The, the offense should be taking it off them and they're putting more on them, which uh, we certainly do not want back there. And Did, you, did you read swings? Yeah. I, I wasn't so much like where the bad path was and things like that, but I knew, for example, I always give the same example. If I threw I threw 100, if I threw 98 in on you and you turned around on it, like Gary Sanchez turned around that fastball a couple of times on me in, in AAA, I knew you weren't covering the outside part of the plate. You can't be covering both. So, you know, if you turn that around, I pretty much have a free fastball away because you're not looking for that. You're only looking for the ball in. Uh, so there are certain instances where I can see things. I, I don't remember the pitches prior to the home run for Javi, uh, but... You know, Vasky called that ball up. He wanted it, he wanted it way enough, but he he threw ended up throwing it in. But again, I tip my hat when people do that stuff. I don't I don't really necessarily give too much too much credit or too much blame on on Brazier for that. He's just people like love to hate that guy. Would you be? <clears throat> I guess if if you were in Brazier's position,
3: you just threw two fastballs up, and he was on them. And then Vasquez, a guy like Vasquez, he's been in the league since, what, 2014, I want to say. He's been in the league for 2014. Great defensive catcher. He's a bulldog back there. Longest and tenured he, Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah, because Jackie left came back. If, uh, if he calls for that pitch a third time, having somewhat of a relationship with, with Christian Vasquez, are you comfortable... Saying like no, like we shouldn't go there for a third consecutive pitch, or are you just like if that's where he wants it, that's where he wants it.
0: Uh, it's how long has Brazier been in the league? What four years now, three years?
3: Uh I think he came up in what 18?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm shaking. Um I don't I, I can't recall off the top of my head how good Brazier's breaking ball is. I don't remember any of his stuff being particularly amazing. Uh, but Javi chases everything and he's he hunts fastballs. Uh, so, if he's on two, you got away with two already. I'm not testing it for a third time. I'm probably throwing three consecutive pitches in the dirt. I don't remember what the count was, uh, but uh, I'm throwing a lot in the dirt here because Javi's going to chase it. He's just hunting for that fastball. So, I probably shake if I'm in Brazier's shoes. If I'm a rookie, if I, it's me, you know, and against the Angels all over again, I'm throwing my dog shit slider that Vasquez called 73 times because it's Christian Vasquez. I don't shake Christian as a guy who's been up there for two minutes. Um. Although it was by far my worst pitch, uh, and then I gave seven home runs and ended up working on podcasts with you. So, uh, uh no, I, 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 if I'm there, I'm shaking. Yes, I, and I feel f- very comfortable doing so.
3: Okay. All right. I don't want to spend too much time on the loss. It is what it is. It was one pitch. I, I obviously was in the camp of, um, <clears throat> it was up and out of the zone. I'm much more upset. If it was a mislocation location and it's middle middle and to to a, a free swinging uh, sitting on a fastball, Javi Baez, then yeah, I'm like, well, what the fuck was that? But you know, like Pat said, you got to tip your cap. It was up and out of the zone. You got the barrel on it. It is what it is. Uh, in the middle game, though, I was actually I was getting shit from people saying that I was too negative. People were saying I was too negative. Me. Of all people. When the Red Sox went down three nothing, all I tweeted was this season sucks. At the time it did. At the time I wasn't having a lot of fun. Who the fuck at that point was having any fun? Not me. Jake, were you having fun at that point? Red Sox are losing three nothing? Not at all. No. Pete, were you smiling at that point? Zero fun, sir. Yeah, I didn't think you were. Tyler, were you, you were probably on the air at that point, yes? I was sobbing at work while people You're were laughing sobbing at me. At work in front of people. That's how upsetting it was. Was that you were so upset that you cried man tears in front of other grown men? Cried hard. And then, and I, I just say, hey, the season sucks, and I'm the bad guy. No, mm mm, won't stand for it. Won't, won't do for me. You know what the Red Sox did, Pete? They rallied. They rallied. They did rally. They did. They went out there. Kike was like, you know what? I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to check in. I think I'm going to do something this season. RBI double. Now you're down two. Davers knocks in Iran. Then you have the fucking luckiest piece of shit, non birthday wishing piece of shit in the world. Julio Daniel Martinez doubles down the line. Wasn't even fucking close, but you know what? You gotta respect it. Hey, that's that thank thanks for everything that you've done for the city of Detroit. That's a fair ball here. That's a fair ball. You're a Detroit legend, Julio. Uh we're gonna give it to you. Assist to the,
2: assist to the most powerful fucking sun that has ever existed. Because you could not see dick on any of those replays that they showed because the sun was just absolutely shining through the camera lens like <laughs> you could not believe.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. Actually, like, did you see the at-bat that JD had against uh, Erod? And it was just, it was a perfect strike on the corner, low and away. And it, the umpire was like, ball. <laughs> not even not even close. It was a, and even Eddie was just like, where the fuck did that miss? Um, That must be weird. Like, I know, like, Pat, did you ever, like,
0: face someone that you hung out with often? No, not in, I mean, through my baseball career. Yes, but not in major league baseball. No.
3: What about in the minors?
0: Yeah, I, I I'm sure it happened. Um, because you play, you, it, this, it ends up being a very small community because you come up in college together. Then you're in Cape leagues and stuff like that, which brings everyone together. And then you're in minor league baseball and you, and people get traded. Like it, you end up doing it uh, more than you think, especially as the funnel gets narrower up the top.
3: Yeah. I mean like they like work out together in the off season. Yeah. Um JD and Eddie down in Miami. Fucking Eddie, Mr Mr. Two what is it? What's the area code of Miami? Three oh five. Yeah. Yeah. He thinks he's Mr. Three O five. That belongs to
2: to one and only one person. Is that Pitbull? That's right. Yeah. Don't you forget it.
3: Well, <laughs> Eddie Eddie's right there. He 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 got a new number at the end of last season and it's kind of like uh like when a when a girl gets engaged and they they all they post on their Instagram is the engagement ring and they be like look at my nails just got my nails done and it's just like a zoomed in picture of their engagement ring. <clears throat> that's what that's what Eddie was basically doing with his new phone number uh with the the 305 area code. He wanted people to know that he was the new Mr. 305. Uh, which, by the way, I don't. I think we are allowed to say his name. I don't know. So I was talking to Coley during the game and we were both baffled at how much, I guess, Eddie hate there is. There was a lot of... Like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, he had it... I guess he had his injuries while he was here, but he wasn't... Jacoby Ellsbury, Eddie was still a very serviceable major league pitcher for the Boston Red Sox, and yeah, he left in free agency. But I don't, I don't know. Like I, I don't, I have no bitterness or animosity whatsoever towards Eduardo Rodriguez for going to the Detroit Tigers. He wasn't a guy that irritated me when he was here. Like I, I enjoyed watching him pitch. I, it was a very, it worked out. You traded Andrew Miller for this guy, and you ended up with what fucking like seven, eight years of a of a a very much above average major league left handed pitcher. I, I just I was very surprised to see what the reaction was uh, today to Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, I don't know what it was that triggered people—the fact that he got lit up a little bit. Uh, the fact that people just saw him, people were like making fun of his earrings. I was like, "What are we doing?" I'll be honest; those earrings look pretty dope.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a good look for him. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I I don't know. I, I think we I mean we've talked about it. We touched on it the first couple of episodes. I think it left a, a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth. That like he left so quickly, and I think it probably doesn't help that the Red Sox could certainly use him in this rotation right now. I think there's a little bitterness that in that direction. But like overall in the grand
3: scheme of things, it's not like he spit in your face. No. And I'm trying, I'm trying not to read into this too much. I'm trying not to read into this too much. The Kike thing. So Kike hits a solo homer off of Eddie to tie the game. And he gets in the cart and he points to the, to the wristwatch. He's doing that, going down the line. Um, I, I'm trying not to... So the first thing that I did to see like, all right, is this... Are they really saying fuck you to this guy or is it just playful banter? Because I, if you can remember, now they're teammates. Um, but when, whenever like Eddie would face Miguel Cabrera, it would be a very like playful, like fuck you back and forth type deal. Um, and then you have Eddie giving up the home run to Kike Hernandez who then gets in the home run cart goes down the line and he's tapping the wristwatch. And I can tell you that during the playoffs against the Astros when Eddie did the wristwatch thing uh, and then it was on television Alex Cora was reaming him out saying no like not yet don't do that. Uh, I can tell you that the I guess reaming out or doing that did not just end there. (laughs) It continued uh, privately. So that's why when he left so quickly, I was like, damn, Like, I understand being mad at him in the moment being like, what the fuck? And then obviously, it doesn't help that they go on to lose that series. And that felt like a pivotal moment for the Astros. But I was like, "I I hope that I hope that that's not what people point to and say like, that's the reason why they lost a series is no, they lost a fucking series because Laz Diaz blew a fucking strike three call with Nathan Avaldi. If they don't blow that call, then that series is, I don't know which way it goes, but it goes differently. Uh, So yeah, I, I saw Kike do that. And then the first thing I did was go to Kike's Instagram to check to see if he's still following Eduardo Rodriguez. Because as millennials, we all know that if if I'm not following you or if I'm blocking you, then that means that you're dead to me in real life. And he's still following Eddie. So that's why I landed on it must be playful banter. Or at least that's what I'm hoping. Because I like Kike and I like Eddie. And I really hope that it wasn't a situation where they, they just... We're like, good riddance, get the fuck out of here. You're not one of us anymore. Like, that would make me sad if that were the case. Also and worth I- pointing out that they,
2: the, the Nessun broadcast, like, made it a point to say that, like, he was well-liked in the clubhouse, which I've heard conf- conflicting <laughs> reports on this podcast about that. But, like, they uh, they they were like, he was a well-liked guy in Boston and, like, the t- his teammates still like him.
4: Yeah, you saw Alex Verdugo and Christian Vasquez when Verdugo walked early in the game. He kind of was like laughing and they were joking back and forth. Vasquez gave him like a little hand signal when he got to the plate. I think it's really just one of those things with like Eddie overall. Like Alice Cora said it too. The fan perception is he was supposed to be, you know, a top of the rotation ace arm. You got pretty close to that in 2019. I think in a lot of fans' eyes, he just never lived up to that a status, but like how many of those guys turn into that for him to be a service a serviceable mid rotation starter. And, you know, he had some bad injury luck at times. That's still a huge, you know, development win, even though he came into the system a little bit late, you take that again and again, if your system could develop something like that, especially when you're a Red Sox system that has sucked at developing pitching for well over a decade now, it's finally Mm -hmm. getting better now, but come on. And he, you know, obviously he came here from the Orioles and he had a little time in the minors before he came up. But that's your closest like win to pitching development you've had in a long time.
0: Yeah, they screwed me. <laughs> that would be great.
3: We know Pat. <laughs> Poor Pat. Um, I never had any ace expectations of Eddie. I think you know the ceiling for me was a number two or, or a, a number three, and he was that. He was. He. he I think he fulfilled. Um. The, the prophecy is about as good as he could have uh so I don't know it it felt it felt weird seeing him um pitch against the Red Sox uh i I talked to him this morning and he seemed like he was in a super good mood like there was nothing that if there's animosity it doesn't feel like there's any on his side. At all, so that's why I think, uh, or at least I was, I was hoping that the whole wristwatch thing, Kike home run celebration, was more just like a playful "fuck you" than like an actual "fuck you." Uh, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe at one point we can get one or both sides to speak on it just for confirmation. Uh, and then, and then I guess the fans can make their determination to see, you know, are they just are they playing nice for the cameras? Is, you know, you can get a good read on it that way. But regardless, he got his ass handed to him <laughs> by by the Red Sox in the series finale. Uh, we can get to that in just a second because I got to tell you because we've already been talking about these these parlays that I've been doing for DraftKings. And I got to tell you, it's time to step up to the play with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can get just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they do. If the sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can take a swing at Stacks of Green playing DraftKings Daily Fantasy Baseball Contest. New customers can play for free for thousands in prizes with their first deposit Pick a lineup of 2 pitchers and 8 batters while staying under the salary cap and rack up the points for hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D, Bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets if your team wins their game. That is promo code Jared at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Got to be 21+. plus. Restrictions apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. See the show notes for details. I don't know why I just thought of this, Pat. Uh, were you ever in a, in a baseball video game? Oh, yeah. How,
0: did you play as yourself? Oh, yeah. yeah I was a <laughs> starting pitcher for the Red Sox. I threw fantastic games. Like I had way too good a control though. What was like your highest rating, do you know? Uh, like a 57. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, what game what was that like? It would be the show 2017. It may even had to be, it had to be right because I was only, I was only in the big leagues in sixteen. I was on the rosters in seventeen, so I might have been in eighteen as well. Uh, but it would, whatever the first one, which had to have been seventeen. I don't know if it, any of you guys are big Diamond Dynasty guys, but
4: mm-hmm. you'd start. I'd start there, Pat. You were part of the, you know, the bottom tier players you would get right when you start before you open any packs. So I did get some use out of you out of the bullpen. <laughs> Not always good use, but use <laughs> okay. nonetheless. Someone we'll has some getting.
0: You know how to, you know how to pitch my game? You just got to throw a splitter after splitter after splitter after splitter. We got by.
3: Yeah, okay. We got by. Yeah, don't use the slider.
0: Just throw some split
3: pieces. No.
0: Yeah, never never use a slider. Straight heat though.
3: Mhm. How don't weird is wait. that? What what was cooler? Was it seeing yourself in a video game, seeing your baseball card for the first time or I guess like we you might have been on sports center be like holy mm-hmm. shit check this out disaster are you oh yeah you were on sports center probably for
0: the yeah hmm yeah. <laughs> uh yes i what was, was number cooler? six on the i was number six on the top 10 um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was this for enlighten me uh, <laughs> uh when my, he was with the box.
0: twins okay, he, I got he was the all right all right thank you uh, yep okay quiet <laughs> down Sorry. Uh, Sorry. I had, and we're going to make this quick because I know Jared would go into a much lengthier explanation. <laughs> oh, just, you know, I want Pete to get the full picture. Yeah. I, I botched an intentional walk.
3: That's and not, it, that doesn't do it enough justice. All right. So he <laughs> he was the last pitcher to uh, intentionally walk someone before they changed the rule, right? I wasn't mm-hmm. the last
0: pitcher to do the intentional You're the walk. you were the last one to like,
3: just it up. fuck it up. Yeah. Just yeah. like a total asshole. He was intentionally walking someone manually Mm -hmm. uh, and just fired a ball to the backstop and a run score. And it was a whole thing. And, um, yeah, so he was the last idiot to airmail a baseball while intentionally walking somebody.
2: So these control issues like really weren't overblown, huh? Oh, no. Uh, How close is your face scan in, uh, in MLB The Show? Did you have like just a generic ass face?
0: No, I think it actually did look like me a little bit. Really? They, they yeah. did those things where you have to go into um you know, we guess all these cameras all around. Big you and contraption. Like yeah, 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 So okay. I did
2: that. I didn't know if they just like gave you like generic face
3: number four with zero. No, they didn't control. didn't give
0: me generic face number four.
3: <laughs> okay. Because of my Fair enough. Thank you. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> So you didn't answer my question. What What was well, cool? Well, you interrupted
0: me. You want to tell Pete the story <laughs> well, of how bad I, my no, pitch was. I think was. Pete,
3: Pete needed to know, and maybe there are people listening to the podcast that didn't know that you did that. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry for inquiring. It's yeah. Okay. It's con- it's called context. Okay. It's
0: important. You want me to answer the question?
3: Is there something that I'm missing? Uh, baseball card, video game, sports center, not top 10. Um, <laughs> what else... Yeah, I guess yeah. out of those things, what was the coolest?
0: Uh, it's certainly not baseball card. I never cared about that. Why? Um, That's so fucking cool. Yeah, no, it just wasn't that important to me. Uh, maybe because, and you've done this, I think maybe it's because when when you finally get your card deal, they send you about seventy three thousand of them <laughs> to sign. Um, so I was like nauseating to do it. Um, but uh, no, baseball card didn't. I didn't really care about. Um, it's close between the other two, though. I think the video game is squeaks out because it's like not something that's making fun of me, even though my my rating was fifty seven, uh, but not top ten was although not very embarrassing at the moment. Uh, I got a, a ton of like text messages and stuff like that about me being on the not top ten, so that was pretty cool. So, but yeah. I will give the video game the the winner. Interesting. Yeah.
3: Yeah, being in a thats still a cool, cool story. story.
0: Yeah, it, it's, it's 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 I'm in baseball history as the last one to screw it up, so I got mm-hmm. something.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's a conversation piece.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I, I start every conversation with girls.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. here's yeah. a video of me. You know who this guy is?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for you, Pat. Thanks. Good for you. Um, but anyways, back to. <laughs> Back to this reaction that I was very surprised about, uh, in terms of Red Sox fans being like "Good riddance." Where I, can someone please, if you have an explanation for this, explain to me why uh, me, when I tweeted that, like, "Oh damn! Like, I wish I wish they would have found a way to keep Eddie," that I was in the vast minority.
0: I mean, I will say one thing I want to speak to as far as uh, the projections of him or people wanting him to be an ace. He did get traded for Andrew Miller. Uh, that comes with expectations. Like I got traded for Fernando Abad. The guy was out of the league <laughs> like, the year later. Like, <laughs> in fairness, no it
3: was like two months of Andrew Miller. He was going to be a free agent after that year.
0: Yeah, he was, but it was still Andrew freaking Miller. Right. Like, he went on to be like one of the best relievers in baseball for the next like three years. Um, so uh, it. There's expectations there when you get traded for a guy like that and you're a young guy, you're a lefty pitcher. But as as Jared kind of pointed to, I played with Eddie, you know, I never expected him to be that guy. If you saw his stuff, he he was a he was a solid lefty, you know, solid lefty arm, but he he never had that electric stuff. There was nothing there that you're like, "Oh my god, there's no way. Like people are going to hit this." Like, he never had that electric pitch. He just had a slightly above average everything. Uh, so I certainly wasn't expecting to be an ace, but that could be partially the reason why people hate him. And it was because people clung to, you know, when Eduardo Rodriguez got
4: dealt to the Red Sox, his stock was down. That, that was part of the reason he got dealt for Andrew Miller. The hope was the Red Sox would get him back on that track. People were clinging to what, you know, when he first broke through as a prospect and everyone first heard that name, they always kind of clung to it. But for Eduardo Rodriguez and everything he did, you know, finished pretty high. You know, he got Cy Young votes in 2019. Pitching as a number two or a number three, that's a huge win again and again. I think the only thing, if people are going to be mad, is the slight dig he took at Bogarts after he left. I think if you're going to complain about anything, that should be the one you hold on to. Uh, It's obvious Bogarts didn't take it personally. They were talking during this series. But if you're going to cling to something, I guess it would be that.
3: That's fair. I guess I forgot about that. But even Um,
4: still, if they're cool, like, what's your problem?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it feels like a like an MJ, Larry Bird, like, fuck you, bitch type situation.
0: Yeah, the other thing is, though, talking, I, you know, who knows what they said. There's been plenty of conversations where I've talked to people and then walked away and be like, that guy fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, so, so it, you know, it's hard to read into those conversations if whether or not Bogey did take it seriously or not or personally. I think everyone else took it personally for Bogey, but Bogey so loved uh, in Boston. So I, I could certainly see people being upset about that. I did forget about that part.
4: Mm-hmm. And that's why I wouldn't be surprised if his teammate, like, you know, Kike and everyone kind of getting in on it, if they were kind of, you know, just pumping it up a little bit, like, yeah, like, you know, we are who we are, you know, we're mm-hmm. all together here. So, you know, especially after everything you went through last year, you know, you go as far as you did and he's the first guy off the board. It is a little bit like, you know, the whole mantra is unfinished business this year. Well, he was good. He was ready to move on. He didn't care about unfinished business.
3: Hmm. Yeah. And yeah, there's certainly uh, Ray Allen vibes. That's a good that's a good call. Yeah. Is it, I I'm getting some Ray Allen vibes here where it's like, hey, you know, he he did win a championship in Boston. Um but it felt yeah. like you know, we've talked about this before. Is this JD's last year? Is this Xander's last year? Um there it felt like there was still another run left in the tank with with this group and not to say that the group is decimated now because eddie's not here that's not the case either um but for what he signed for you know like could they have made it work here yeah yeah i think so um but i think yeah i think when it
4: came to jack james paxton the red Sox kind of did make it clear like what Eduardo Rodriguez gave to us was important. Like we did value it because listen, what James Paxton? if they end up picking up this two year option, he's making like 12 and a half. That's right around what Eduardo Rodriguez is going to be making. I think you can make the argument as long as James Paxson is healthy. He has a higher ceiling than what we saw in, than or what we saw from Eduardo Rodriguez on a regular basis. But I think that was the Red Sox kind of saying, we realize we need to get that production from somewhere, but we can get through a couple months of the season, you know, at the time, hoping Chris sale was healthy with what we had.
2: I was disappointed that, uh, that bogey wasn't in the lineup today. I I get it, but I, I, I did want to see, see that.
0: I think everyone did.
2: Yeah. It would have been a nice little juicy, juicy (laughs) storyline.
0: Hitting a bomb off a guy said, you weren't a top tier source or wherever the, the, the phrase was he needed. I need a quote. I need. Uh, when he got to Detroit, the first thing he asked for was a Gold Glove shortstop. Gold Glove. That's what it was. And I also want to clarify, Eddie's. You know, I've made some fairly aggressive comments about Eddie and uh, <laughs> the, the the his view. Here's like, the walk en- back. Here we go. <laughs> no, so I. No, I'm. I'm, I'm I should be very specific uh, on what I'm. What I mean. I enjoyed my interactions with Eddie. We just. It always was. And his signing in Detroit po- points to this. He was just kind of an eye guy he wasn't a team guy it wasn't uh, it was it was Eddie first, then the team um so and again, similar he, he signed immediately uh, it wasn't ever about being with the Red Sox it was about getting what was his um and, but it's, I mean he's very nice to speak to uh he just ever that, that was the perception around it. and I think that making that comment about Bogarts and then leaving immediately in free agency, I think you know it was the writing on the wall.
4: And Pat, to back you up, Alex Cora, when he talked about Eddie, he didn't, you know, usually when a guy leaves, he kind of let go some of the struggles and the ups and downs. One of the first things he brought up was, yeah, he was a guy who needed a kick in the ass to become what he needed to be on a regular basis. Cora, how many times has he said it at this point? I like Erod. I liked what he brought. But that was the constant theme again and again and again. He had to be pushed. And in this market, we know what that means. Like, it's not usually something where fans are going to look at you and love you afterwards.
3: Interesting. I just feel like there's so much that is or has been unsaid in regards to the Eddie saga. I feel like people are on both sides are just biting their tongues and amicably moving on with their lives. That is a fucking outrageous tan, Pat.
0: It's more of a burn right now. I didn't even know I was getting it this morning. We had a nice little golf round today. I don't even know it's I will say in in Zoom it looks worse than it does over here. But yeah. uh yeah, that is quite the quite the little burn I got there. The old it iron is, skin.
3: Yeah. That's tough. Um mm.
0: played great though. I played great. I don't know if you were wondering about that, but I had a good round.
3: How uh would you shoot
0: Oh God, that's not going to make me sound. Uh, well, you <laughs> but, said
3: you played great. I feel
0: like so that's not I, like if you get asked what
2: you shoot, it's a fair we question. We heard the context. Though. I
0: have to have context now. Mm-hmm. So I shot a ninety-five today, mm-hmm. but I had three sevens on the back, which you know those are those are just some some mental errors, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't is a I don't as a sport I don't take seriously. I don't really care about them. Mm-hmm. Um, a Very very difficult course in Bayonne. So uh, I was I was well. I was I was very well. Very well. That's not a real phrase. Very I was pleased. pleased with my round. Yeah.
3: Very well pleased.
0: Very well pleased. <laughs> <laughs> we have an yeah, update. So, no, your- no, go ahead. Keep talking about how good you are at golf. <laughs> so I I had great shots today. I was specifically happy with my short game. Um, mm. You know, I was really, you know, making sure that the, the the you know, the old bump and run. Yeah. Really hitting that well. Hit it, it took a nine hour now. An hour Any birdies? The- Any birdies for you? Three birdie opportunities, missed them all though. Ooh, yeah, 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 very, very unfortunate. But hardest hole in the course, I uh, did just a tremendous seven iron from one seventy five out. Yeah, right on the right on the green there, about yeah. about eight feet, missed the birdie putt. But mm-hmm. just a tremendous round. Really, really excited about what happened today.
4: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quitgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
2: I got to get into golf a little bit.
0: You should. It's, it's a fun sport.
2: Nah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> just brings up that he wants to get into golf, and then just is like, "Yeah, no, nah, s- sports sucks." Yeah, <laughs> so, all right,
3: make up your mind, pal.
0: Very different from your pre your pre show uh, comments.
3: Well, I mean i I was on the golf team in high school, as I mentioned. Every time someone brings up golf, and I was okay. And now I imagine I would be very bad. And I don't like doing things that I'm bad at. It's hard to just pick up golf. Mm. But
2: it's also one of those things that you're not going to get better at unless you keep playing.
3: Yeah. I don't have time for that shit. You
2: you definitely do.
3: During in, in the off that that's the thing. It's like in the off season, yeah, I have plenty of time to golf. And then when the weather's nice is when baseball starts. I don't have fucking time for that during baseball season when the fuck would I golf Pete like the morning you think I wake up
0: that, that was the end of the sentence do we, <laughs> do we think you wake I mean, up <laughs> I'd imagine
2: you
3: wake up at some point <laughs> huh. what day of the week do you think I would golf Pete any day you want like when what, you, you tell me the day and I'll tell you what I get going on that day <laughs> how about next Tuesday busy mm-hmm
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> 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 All right, that's fine. Next Tuesday, is your life, pal. Uh, let's see. Let's say the thirteenth. You are talking about the Red Sox are playing the Blue Jays? Yeah, maybe I could fit it in. Oh, look at that! You just picked a random day out of a hat, and turns All out right. Jared <laughs> has time. All right, but uh, hey, things could. Jake, do things not randomly just pop up now these days? Yeah, you always got to be ready. Always got to be ready. You got a meeting for this. You got a call in for that. Very important person these days. I got shit to do. Even when I don't have shit to do, I'm probably going to have shit to do. But you know what? At some point, I would love to. Uh, you know what? Let's, let's do that. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure I'm sure Jake could man.
2: send an email saying, sorry, Jared's out on the golf course. He'll be back in a couple nope. Of hours.
3: Nope. That's not how you lead. That's not how you lead. You got to be all ready right. for battle at all times. Leader of men. That's how you win championships. Thank be you for your sacrifices. Thank you. Thank you. I, I mean, if, if we had a name for this fucking show, we could call it the insert yeah, name. Maybe, invitational. maybe no golf until
2: we get a name for a
3: fucking podcast. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I was going to say if we did it like a golf tourney, like if we call it like the <laughs> uh, invitational. That could work. Yeah, that'd be cool. But we don't, unfortunately don't have a name for the show.
2: Yeah, it's pretty fucking annoying.
3: Super annoying. I, you know what? At some point,
2: we should get. A I'm, name. I'm so mm. fucking sick of Carabas Pod mentioning me on Twitter every
3: week. <laughs> I, I'm with you. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want that name. I don't want that name any more than you do. I'd love to. Have I mean, it I bet, name. bet
2: you want it more than I do. Definitely It's your not. fucking name.
3: <laughs> I hate my name.
2: That's that's outrageous. I'd rather be hey. Morpheus. <laughs> you shouldn't like I would I not pod. be a
3: part of Morpheus pod. <laughs> like when you turn like sixteen, isn't that like when you get like confirmed and all that? You should get to a certain age where you can opt in or out of your name. You know that you can legally change your name. Like it's that's literally thing, on the though. table for you. Th- not it is now. a whole thing. Not now. It's too late. It's too late. It is
2: probably too late. But I might do it. Plus, that's just a slap in the face of your family.
3: They don't care. Would you keep the last name and just change the first? I think I would just go with one name. Like, <laughs> yes. Like <laughs> Prince. <laughs> hmm. Like Cher. Madonna. Morpheus. 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 Like, how many fucking Morpheuses do you know? One.
2: Who? The one that you're molding the name after? The guy from the movie?
3: So he's a fictional character. So are you. Yeah. But that's why we go with Morpheus. (laughs) Because now we can take a fictional character and make it a real thing. The update that I was going to give before Pat started talking about... uh, Which I wanted to hear about, by the way.
0: Yeah, I know. I actually want to bring up something else before you get into the update. Okay, Uh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about... I want to make this all about me. Okay. Can we talk about how Wikipedia claims that they only allow factual information Mm -hmm. on? And I guess theoretically, a lot of this is, is pretty factual.
3: It's all true.
0: Okay, well... (laughs) i don't own okay mcswobos and big Sam Sushi. this is all right
3: let me read it pat (laughs) i'm gonna read it because i i i I get what you're saying but you're wrong okay okay on wikipedia pat light's wikipedia page says patrick james light born march 29th 1991 is that correct that is correct okay your middle name is james that is correct. Okay. Uh, is an American... For, are you American? Yes. Okay. Uh, former professional baseball pitcher. So far, so correct? hmm mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played in Major League Baseball. Yes? Correct. For the Boston Red Sox and Minnesota Twins. Yes? Correct. Did not make it to the big leagues with the Pirates or Mariners. That's impossible. That's impossible. They didn't...
0: I actually was pitching pretty good and down in AAA. They only cared about me throwing 100 miles an hour, though. And once I told them, like, my, I can dive into this. It's all statistics. This is going to get boring. But, um, like, then I'll just basically, the like batting average against my splitter mm-hmm. was for, like, righties, like, 0.86 and uh, lefties, like, one ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, My fastball on righties was, like, 300 and, like, 280 for lefties. And I was like, I'm just going to only throw fucking splitters. And sure enough, I did. And I did great. And they're like, no, we want you to throw 100. I was like, no, fuck you. I'm not doing it. And then they're like, okay, we're sending you out did
3: they that's release you thing that happened did they release
0: they you DFA'd me DFA'd me and then Seattle picked me up and the guy, the GM at the time called me very nice man but he called me he goes I really hope you start trying to throw hard again and I was like okay, well, okay. okay. see you later
2: that is Interesting. that's Dude, the, the Pirates
0: other, baby that's the Pirates on top of that I had very difficult fastball command I wasn't very good with that and getting ahead in counts with my splitter allowed me to feel comfortable throwing my fastball, which ended up getting it to a better part, get a better point. And fucking they still didn't give a shit about that either. I was like, all right, go fuck yourself. You guys suck anyway. Mm. Yeah, that, you can see why they're the Pirates. Yeah, Poverty a,
3: franchise. But, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but Ben Sherrington's there, there, who I love. So I think hopefully he just I love right Ben
3: too. Ben's a good guy. Yeah. So, so far, it, everything here is accurate. Yes? So far. After retiring from baseball, Light joined... Uh, Company Redacted's (laughs) Section 10 Podcast. Is
0: that correct? That is correct. Yes. Uh, He owns Green Rock. Yep. Yeah, yeah, they probably should capitalize rock too, but...
3: Yeah, it looks a little not professional. Uh, Mm -hmm. He owns Green Rock uh, and McSwilbo's (laughs) in Hoboken, New Jersey. That's correct?
0: According to... um, section 10 podcast yes that is correct okay
3: as well as big sam's sushi (laughs) sure yeah what do you mean sure that's
0: i mean those places don't exist
3: yes they do
0: (laughs) you own them fair enough yes he also struck out mike trout can you uh the next sentence which i'm happy you did not comment on i'm not 100% happy with that they allowed that in there i'm known for my 23-year ERA? That's what I'm known Jesus for. Is Christ, <laughs> That's tough. He's known for to have had a 23-year ERA. What the, what's going That'd
2: on That'd be here? sick if you just like introduced introduce yourself to a girl at a bar, and she was like, oh, you're the one with the 23-year ERA. <laughs> I know you.
4: You got a lot of lines to open up with, Pat. A ton of lines.
2: Hmm. Also, what led you to fact-checking your own Wikipedia page on people, the podcast? People sent to me. I oh, guess really? someone
0: recently changed it. Yeah, <laughs> because actually on a stream for a redacted company's name, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, uh, a friend of ours uh, tried to tried to uh, update my Wikipedia with me there, giving him the information, uh, and it was all accurate information. And Wikipedia said, "No, we don't think this is real." Jesus. So I don't know how they got this through, but uh, yeah, a bunch of people sent it to me. I was like, "I wonder what's going on." So I look at it. Here we are.
3: So you, are you denying owning Big Sam Sushi or no?
0: No, I own uh Big Sam Sushi, but it's not its DBA, as they would say in the biz. I'm sorry? <laughs> people can't people will have people have come to uh Hoboken looking up McSwobos and they're like, we can't find it on the map. I was like, because this doesn't exist, guys. It's not the real name of the bar. Well,
3: why why have you not changed it? um don't you think it would make business sense at this point to change for, it to McSwilbo's and big sam sushi
0: so your our our uh, audience is very new england based so no it wouldn't make that's a not true yeah it's very new england based no yes we're
3: we're, we're global
0: baby I th- I think you, we have a very large audience, but yeah. we're also the the biggest population is New England.
3: I think the biggest uh, population is probably, I think it's in Hoboken, New Jersey. <laughs> 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 I think it is.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> we just gotta so. have
2: two live shows and figure it out. Which one has the bigger audience?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll come to McSwobos, and we'll do one up in uh, uh, what's that Calhoun. Uh, place? Calhoun Calhoun. Yeah. There's no H. Just Kowloon. Kowloon. Mm. Kowloon, yeah.
3: Yeah. No. Is there... I know that you said it's not a, a live show conducive environment at Big Sam's, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Dude. I want to do one there. <laughs> like, it would- just clear out some fucking tables and build a... Like, get some... Get some, <laughs> like, rate... Right, uh, what are the, Whatever the fuck you call it. Like, a makeshift stage... <laughs>
0: And let's let's do
3: it. Let's do this thing.
0: That would be like something you would do for like impractical jokers. I think it'd be great content with people trying (laughs) to enjoy like a nice sushi dinner. (laughs) We're over there talking about the Red Sox.
3: Listen, Pat, (laughs) we're doing a fucking live show at Big Sam's this year. Okay. And you know what I want, Jake? Write this down. We'll get in touch with DraftKings. I want like a. Like you ever see those stages where it's like you're in the middle, you're in the middle of the arena, but it just kind of like rotates like a microwave. (laughs) I want one of those. We're all just getting fucking motion sickness while podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. I've always wanted to feel like I was in the microwave while doing a podcast. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're doing a live show at Big Sam Sushi in Hoboken, New Jersey. On a an oversized microwave plate.
1: Uh,
2: I'd also man. like it if the uh if the rotating plate had just a ring of
3: fire around it. That yeah. was oh. <laughs> Yeah. Why can't why not us? Why not us? What's if the capacity
0: get, at Big Sam's? I I don't remember off the top of my head. It's That's it's big. big, but it's it's but it's two separate rooms. And they're both you know not that big like the stage the, the rotating stage with the <laughs> ring of fire is going to take up the majority of most, both both so it's
3: so. going to be an intimate viewing experience
2: that's right <laughs> <laughs> an intimate night with with
0: whatever the fuck
2: this podcast is called yeah uh yeah also another update is that uh, uh, i haven't even invitation. given the fucking first <laughs> all by, right, by the
3: all, way. right
2: may, all right you go first then no no, no i want the i want the second
3: update first
2: okay I, there was an, an invitation extended for me to throw out a first pitch. Yes, there Already. was. Wow. Yes, there was. So, um, I want to drive up the bidding war. I want to, like, have, like, two teams fight each other over it. I think
3: you should just wow. do a tour of first pitches. Like, I don't even think it should just be like, all right, we're only picking one. It's just like, whoever wants Pete to throw out a first pitch this summer, he's coming. Like, we're, now, we're doing it. Over, under 29 and a half first pitches this year. <laughs> yeah. We have a new Twitter account. Yeah, did Pete throw out a first pitch? Yeah, like if there's if there's like a like a fucking little league that wants Pete to come and throw out a first pitch, he'll be there. Hell yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going at least four innings in a little league game.
3: Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna work your way up to the big leagues. Like eventually I don't see why the Red Sox wouldn't let you do it. Before a World Series game. Uh could you still hear me? I think my computer
2: might have just crashed.
3: I can still hear you.
2: Alright, let's MC. see if I lose with us. Con- connection completely, but this is concerning. You're a
3: PC guy?
2: Yeah. I think yeah. it just fucking crashed or something. Very cool. That's wild that I can still hear you, but go on.
3: Um anyways. Is that's this a s- sign? That's the second <laughs> update. The first update. Is we're getting... We're about two weeks out from being able to complete the new studio that I've built in my apartment. And I think once a week, because obviously, you know, Pat is in Hoboken, New Jersey. I don't know if you can... If you're watching this on the DraftKings YouTube channel, this is a green screen. So I have a TV here. So we'll be sitting with uh the three of us it'll be me pete tyler sitting at this table and then i have a a set over there that uh, i'm going to be using for other projects that i haven't announced yet so i built a i built a, a set on the other side of the room that's where we'll have jake um and then we can put pat on this tv so i think it'll probably be the uh the episodes that we record on sunday night to drop on monday morning Those will be the uh, in-person episodes. And then during the week, we'll record them remotely like we are now. Uh, Jake actually came to my... Was that yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. Jake came to my apartment yesterday. And I was actually baffled when he said, Nice to meet you. I was like, Wait, what? That happened too when, uh, when after you know, they lifted the the COVID restrictions and they allowed fans back. And I went to Fenway and Ploiecki was like, oh, good to finally meet you. And I was like, what? You just, you talk to people and see people over Zoom for over a year. And then when you actually see them in person, it does not feel like you met them in person for the first time. But anyways, Jake, what would you you give uh, a review in terms of the studio that we have going on over here? Uh, I think right now without it being fully set up, is that a solid 7.5 out of 10? 7.5. Once we get all the equipment and everything set up and get the live shows ready to go, it's going to be a straight 10. It's going to be a 10. We love a 10 around here. Love that. It's going to be a good time. Where where are you coming from again, Tyler? Brockton. Brockton. I've how f- heard... Okay. How, fast I've, how fast can you get to Fenway from Brockton?
4: Like 30 minutes probably. Oh, 35. 35. I commute to Dorchester every day, so I'm used to the struggle. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned.
3: About. So
4: when we start doing the show, mm-hmm. I've heard some very negative reviews on my appearance, my face, and these are from people I know, the people I work with. Mm. I'm apparently too ugly for this podcast.
3: Steve my was hair- on
4: this podcast. I, that's what I said. Yeah, but you look at my hair and my beard. I've heard, especially compared to how your hair is, Jared, mm-hmm. Pete. Not as many people have spoke about you, Pat, but. Oh, that's very handsome. I'm sorry, you're a fine-looking gentleman.
2: Yeah, Pat's I, catching some ricochet shots from Wikipedia, and now from Tyler. I didn't
3: realize that Pete
2: was still here. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I have three. Uh, I have three blank black screens on all of my monitors, so yeah, I don't you're... no idea how I'm going to be able to like save this recording. Mm-hmm. But
0: uh, oh, oh my Man, God, he's, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. That's all right. Um, right, go, t- go back to Tyler. Keep telling me how I'm ugly. Sorry, Pat. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Let me pick back up. Do I need a makeover? Am I lacking? Am I? Do I not bring enough sex
3: appeal to this podcast? Um, Jared, be honest. Uh, here, here's immediately where my mind goes. It took me thirty years before I was n- not that ugly. I was, uh, I was pretty ugly for about three decades, and. Um, I don't th- I don't think you need a complete makeover but it's you know you're you're going to you're going to change you're going to grow you're going to figure it out yourself I think uh Pat was ugly probably through college. Why did you just make that face? You're fucking ugly. Yeah. Go, go own it. No, no no. No. High school. No, high no, school for no, me. No. no, no no. The the pictures of you with the Spinners you were kind of fucking ugly.
0: Oh, I still had I still had the bus cut then.
3: Yeah, you looked ugly, but now very right. handsome, very attractive. Mm-hmm. I've been questioning if I have to do
4: something different. We've been we've been going through some things. I've talked with Zoe. I might have to start getting a real barber. I might have to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Apparently, this isn't working. I, I just don't know where to start. Yeah. So We're if you have guys have up, feedback.
3: Can I actually uh I, I can make a recommendation that might be a game changer for you. Uh about. no free ads, but what about some blue light glasses? Because I feel like do you have do you have contacts? Yes. I, I actually used to wear glasses all the time. Yeah. If we can get you some some blue light glasses I feel like that would tie your look together better and, and we can do something about the hair okay so the hair is the problem um it doesn't help okay yeah but like mm-hmm. we can definitely do something about that I mean Pat as uh, a hair guy look at fucking Jake's hair Jake looks like goddamn uh Hugh Jackman
4: that's one of the things that is kind of sticking out to me now Mm -hmm. i have swag i got good shoe game i'm Mm -hmm. not an embarrassment in that portion Mm -hmm. it's more just the the stuff that's physical right that's
3: my problem right okay we'll work on it we'll we'll figure something out uh maybe we'll get like an official barber of whatever this podcast is called and um yeah we'll we'll figure it out for you i wouldn't worry about it yeah yeah maybe maybe we'll make you suffer until your 30s though like that's I feel like that's kind of what everyone else over here's been been doing. Let me enjoy life while I'm young, please. Yeah, that's true.
4: How old are you, Tyler? Twenty. I'll be 24 in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you got time. You got
3: time. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pat didn't lose his virginity until he was 26. Wow. Wow, that's yeah.
0: wildly inaccurate.
3: Nah, I saw, <laughs> I saw it on Wikipedia.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> that's true. I remember. Uh, I remember. I remember hearing about it. You were there for it. I was there for it.
0: Yep. <laughs> nice. I was there for it. A lot of fun.
3: Yeah. I actually. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to tell those stories yet. But some someday. <laughs> Thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> someday we'll get there. Pete's gone.
0: Yeah, he's gone. And he yeah. has been in a little bit anyway.
3: Alright, Pete. That's an old. It's an old Section 10 reference. All right, Pete. Damn. Three episodes in. I'll see you later. Uh, opening day is on Friday. I know, Pat, you're not going to be there. It would have been nice to confirm with Pete if he's going to be there. Um, Tyler, I'm assuming you're working. Yeah. Correct. So you can't go. Nope. Do you want to go?
4: I would love to. I, I was talking with Jay Stu about we're gonna. Me and Jay Stu are gonna be linking up for a game soon. Um, but yeah, work these one PM start times. Mm-hmm. It's it's making life hard for me. I'm not gonna
3: lie. It is. Uh, I haven't been to the new studio, but uh, service at the old studio was was hard to come by. Um,
4: Just as bad, if not worse,
3: if not worse, the new one. Yes. Yeah, which seems problematic for a media company. Extremely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as they
4: say, it'll be better in the new building. As they said when they moved to this building.
3: <laughs> um, opening day, I mean, I, I oddly enough, I don't think I went to an opening day until I was in my 20s. Like, hmm. I didn't go... I think 2010 might have been my first opening day, somewhere around there. And... Yeah, it's one of those days where, you know, the Red Sox usually open on the road. Did Pete come back? Oh, my God. Peter? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Yeah. All
2: right. (laughs) Okay. Saved everything. All good. Disaster. Are you you recording
3: for a second time now?
2: I am. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, I thought for a second that you guys just like, once I said that all my screens were black, I thought that you just like went quiet to fuck with me. Mm. So I was like, hello. I, I know you guys are fucking with me and i just sat here for like five minutes i was like okay i don't think they're fucking with me (laughs) (laughs)
3: yeah no no we won't go to those lengths um are you officially going to opening day peter i am yeah who are you going with you
2: already know this is this with your friends and their dads? my my friends and their dads oh yeah
3: yeah (laughs) very excited (laughs) oh that's gonna be great have you have you thought about where you're going to be taking your picture for your first ever, like, I'm at the game photo opportunity?
2: Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, I'll probably play it by ear, but like I'm assuming that I'll just like always just take it for my seats. No, nah, that's boring. I mean, I can switch it out. I have, t- I have 30 opportunities to switch it up. I mean, you're already
3: banking on going to 30 games, which is a little cocky with when you're at zero. They literally haven't played a home game yet. I'm just saying, you could so on gone Friday. To I, on Friday, I will York's be. York's not that far away. You're right. You're right. How bad do you want it?
2: I want it, but I want it. I want. I'll take the summer games because, like, number one, I'm off during the summer, mm-hmm. and it's nice, and that's a good time to make some trips.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's fair. I'm just saying. I just want you to get creative with it. Is all. I want you to get creative? I will. I will. I'm
2: very glad that I didn't travel to Detroit to uh, <laughs> to watch that series.
4: It didn't look like anybody did.
2: No. Yeah, not exactly the best atmosphere, if we're going to be honest. Oh, my God. My dog. We got a dog. Give me a
3: second. Yeah. Pete, Pete is just... He's throwing the kitchen sink at us today. Mm. <clears throat> we got dogs. We got computers
2: crashing. Yeah. You also miss my nephew, barging in the room like right after my computer crashed, so that wasn't caught on that wasn't documented but he just barged in the room and hopped on my lap and was like okay let's play video games it's <laughs> poor timing it's actually
3: perfect timing mm. i actually the the wikipedia that that i was reading pat was not the same one that you were reading there was really? more to it yeah yeah so this one says uh he owns green rock and mcswilbo's and Hoboken, New Jersey, as well as Big Sam Sushi. Light is also known to have a 23 ERA with the Red Sox, and you can't teach that. <laughs> Light has faced much criticism on the podcast for his actions, including his ranking of the vacuum cleaner <laughs> over the television. <laughs> That's great. I mean, yeah. You you deserve all the
0: criticism that you get for that list. Like that was the
3: worst list of all time.
0: I I don't wanna say it was the worst list of all time. However, I do accept the criticism from that list. That was that was that was not it wasn't good timing to put the vacuum cleaner at number nine. If right. I was gonna throw that in there, I gotta mix in at like six, so you right. forget about the TV.
3: Right. Which seems like the perfect time to to welcome back or introduce Pat's Picks. Oh, God. Pat's Picks. Mm -hmm. Um, Pat obviously came prepared Mm -hmm. uh, with the top five uh, Gothic-style churches.
0: In Western Europe, right?
3: In Western Europe.
0: (laughs) Such a specific place. (laughs) But, of course, I know all of the Gothic churches in Western Europe.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is the top five for the first ever uh, Pat's Picks. Um, So, coming in at number five, Pat, what do you got?
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, there are no Google searches for this, okay? (laughs) There's no list out there of Western Europe Gothic churches. Uh And they do give you a list of cathedrals. Yeah. But uh, they don't tell me where they are. I mean, a
3: good thing, you know, it's a good thing that you've had, I don't know, three months to prepare f- for this
0: list. So, obviously, yes. you, you have it ready to go. Uh, yeah, I'm just messing with you guys. Of course, I <laughs> of course I know this stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. <laughs> no. Coming in at number five. Coming in at number five, of course, as everyone knows, is um, Abbey of St. Saint- Dennis, classic <laughs> cathedral. Yes, the classic one. That that, I mean, that
2: is—it's wild that you put in that at five. I can't believe where you're going to go from <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: here. I, I mean, there must be some crazy ass churches that we're about Ooh. to hear about because you know, number five seems like it could be a number two
0: even. Yeah. Well, you know, the Abbey is a is a staple in mm-hmm. in in Western Europe Gothic churches. Um, what country? But,
3: <clears throat> what country again?
0: It's, it's in the. Uh, the western part of Europe, uh, <laughs> one of those countries.
3: <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I think uh, if I remember correctly, Abbey is in Germany. Yeah, yeah. yeah if mm-hmm. I remember correctly, yeah, it's Germany. Uh, but Isn't Eastern that, Germany, yeah, not, but, not Western, of course. Right. Okay. Of course. Yeah. yeah western Germany is not known for its Gothic churches, but Eastern right, right, right. is very much so. Mm. Very much. Yeah. Like very prominent. Yeah, you'll see Eastern Germany pop up again on this list, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're and, uh, coming in at number four. Coming in at number four. Coming in at number four, which I know another one that everyone's going to be talking about on the forums, um, the Lincoln Cathedral, which okay, Where is According that? to the picture I'm looking at right now, is magnificent. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, Where is, that it at? is Lincoln? Oh, it, it's in England, of course. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, it was apparently blessed. Um, maybe, no, maybe that's that's not right. Uh, construction <laughs> began like, in in 1072. So, uh, oh, 1072. So, uh, very old. Which is a big year. Everyone knew, you know, what happened in those years. That mm. particular year. So, right. Um, so that's why it's it's here at number four. And why yes. is it uh, uh,
4: over number five?
0: Why is it over number five? Well, you know, again, you know, I it's. The architecture here on the Lincoln, mm-hmm. it was so unique to its time that it really captivated the time, uh, you know, really, imp- you know, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> <a God. man. laughs>
3: I'm there. Plus,
2: really, Go ahead. It's Matthew McConaughey's favorite church.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which everyone knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey's. That's I saw much that. That's simpler interview. explanation, Pete. Thank you. Thank you. He yeah. brings it up all the time. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Number three. Number three, uh, the Milan Cathedral. Okay, this is in Milan. Yes. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. and another What's so special it's very, about it—it's so it uh, has a very white uh, look to it. It's a little bit mm-hmm. more of a different color than most cathedrals you would see. So, your grandmother
3: probably loves that.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that like a white supremacy joke?
0: <laughs> it, yeah, it is. It, oh, very cool. A, Good stuff. Yeah, it is.
4: <laughs> <It's> very <laughs> inclusive.
0: Hmm. Um, and then we have uh, Salisbury Cathedral at number two. Whoa! Uh, wait. What, the we're just blazing uh, by the yeah. Milan
3: Church here. That's very speaks for itself. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It speaks the whiteness of it. Then Jared decided to throw a white supremacy joke out there. And decided to move on. <laughs>
3: well, I mean, your grandmother's racist. Uh, what, yeah, she's
0: not racist. All right. these, coming in. These, coming in okay. at number two two yes number two is of course is salisbury cathedral yeah which is uh, where also also in england, in england. Uh, but um yes um it's the, the cathedral is the seat of the bishop of salisbury which uh we all know you know bishop salisbury so they serve uh, steak bishop there of salisbury yes they Very serve cool. that as well <laughs> <Nice>. yeah <laughs> you.
3: were there any like historical events that that happened there excuse
0: me
3: any historical events happened there
0: Oh yes, of course there were historical events. Uh, one in particular, um, because it's celebrating 750 years. Mm-hmm. Um, in well, more than that now. That was in 2008. But right. Uh, <laughs> but yes, there was. Um, you know that scene where they they show some crazy things happening in Game of Thrones. Nope. Well, the scene you're thinking of. <sighs> happened there. So okay. Yes. Got yeah. It. The 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 um, the red dinner is that what it's called? The red wedding. Red red, red wedding. wedding. Red wedding. Boom. Mm-hmm. Wow. not happening at that church. Mm -hmm. That's
2: that's a big one.
0: Mm -hmm. Very big.
2: Very Mm -hmm. big. They were eating Salisbury steak there as well.
0: (laughs) Yes, they were. Yes, they were. Um,
3: And then here it is. The the number one that you've been waiting three months to hear. The number one uh, Gothic-style church in Western Europe, according to Pat Light via
0: Pat's Picks, is... The Notre Dame de Paris.
3: Ah, there you go. Of course, mm. that's a no-brainer.
0: No-brainer. Everyone knew that was coming in number one. We don't mm-hmm. need to go over that. So let's just move on.
3: Yeah. Yep. Uh, so what about it? Like, what about Like, just, you know, well, talk about well, your favorite aspects about it.
0: Well, you know, uh, the 13th century glass still on mm-hmm. each rose window is really one of my favorite uh, pieces. It was actually um, what Van Gogh eventually Started doing his artwork off of he he really studied this and that's what kind of got Van Gogh going so mm-hmm. uh, Van Gogh going so oh, nice
2: <laughs> Van Gogh Van
0: Gogh going mm-hmm. uh, so and people know that's pretty that's pretty common knowledge of right. of the the East one so that's that's where it's that's where it's at so love that There it is. wow
3: thank you Pat thank you Anytime for that time, guys you did awesome thank, uh, next week on Pat's picks the top five Samuel L Jackson films um, that'll <laughs> be yeah next week pat's picks very excited for that
0: yeah so am i
3: uh back to a little opening day talk here i'm excited to be there we uh are we what's the deal with the house of blues are we fucking going there is that like a thing jake yeah so house of blues reached out to potentially work with us on some live shows or watch parties this year um so, yeah, I think we're going to meet them an hour before the game. If anyone is around to come to sort of check out the space and see what we can work with. Cool. That'd be fun. I mean, my, my friends, my friends want to go to the, the Marathon Monday game. <sighs> and like, I guess, I don't know. I feel like it's easier living in the city now to just be able to, like, walk places. I I, I Going into the city for Marathon Monday to like drive in is an absolute nightmare. Um, if you could only go to one game, Pete, Marathon Monday or the home opener, which one are you picking? Home opener. Tyler? Home opener,
2: just because uh, I, I like I like the uh, I like eating breakfast and shit with the Marathon Monday game. Mm. It's 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 more of like a just wake up and immediate Red Sox. I feel like it would be too much of a hassle to get up get in the city and be at the game and then you have to deal with like the post post crowd with the marathon and stuff that just seems like a logistical nightmare it's terrible
3: I, i think i've only done marathon monday once i hate waking up as i as i mentioned previously i don't i don't wake up um so to be able to wake up Going to Boston. Get in your fucking seat by 11 a.m. Like I got to wake up at like 630 for that. I can't do that. But maybe I'll maybe I'll saunter over this year. Just roll my ass out of bed. In your see. bathrobe. Yeah. Maybe I will. Today, maybe I will do that. Just go to fucking go to Marathon Monday in a, in a bathrobe. That would rock. Why not? Why not me? Why not us? Would you do it with me, Pete? Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a bathrobe?
2: I do. I have a very nice bathrobe. Probably looks like a face cloth. It it looks like a it looks like a fucking plush blanket. It's the best. That was mean for me to say. It just kind of came out. I, I didn't even know what you meant by that. You just mean that I like jack off in my bathrobe all the time?
3: <laughs> no, no, no. I no, mean it was it you're because you're a small guy that your oh, bathrobe right. looks like a face cloth a small piece of material all right i went to a different place for that
2: i'm sorry uh no i have a very nice bathrobe that is bigger than a face cloth thank you what color is it it's uh it's like gray okay Mm -hmm. i kind of want to get
3: a custom one they make those
2: i have one of those too i have two different bathrobes i have a a monogrammed one why don't
3: you wear if you have a custom bathrobe? why don't you wear your custom bathrobe?
2: because the other one's more comfortable
3: okay is it thicker yeah
2: yeah it's I like hate wearing a fucking there. blanket
3: yeah i need one that's like i can feel the weight of it on me versus like this just feels like someone put shower towels all over me <laughs> <laughs> can't have that yeah maybe i'll
2: uh sleep over on sunday Ooh. night and then we just walk over to the ballpark in our bathrobes on on monday morning that'd be down what a time that. that would be yeah
3: you're you're more than welcome to do that. You can sleep over whenever you'd like, Pete. Hell yeah. That'd be that'd be that'd be quite the night, quite the evening. Into the morning. I actually have I wanna say I used to have Red Sox slippers. I don't know where they are now, but now I have Batman slippers. So maybe I'll just get a nice black bathrobe and and double it up with some Batman slippers. I have Uggs. Literally wearing them right now. Are they expensive? Oh my God. Yeah, they're like super comfy. It's 70 degrees out though. Not in here. What do you mean not in there? Who cares? They're comfy as hell. I understand that they're comfy, but I feel like if you're wearing Uggs, it's because you need your feet to be, to like feel like they're being snugged by like little fuzz bunnies. That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. But it's 70 degrees out. It's it's fine. Who cares? Tyler's gone. Tyler had no interest in this communication. Yeah. Not an Ugg guy, confirmed. Pat, you ever wear a pair of Uggs? I can see you wearing Uggs. No. No? No. No. You're not a sneaker guy either.
0: No, I can't. I mean, I work out all the time, so I have to wear sneakers. That's not. You're talking talking about like jordans or something like yeah, that? yeah yeah no not a jordan guy, no.
3: what was your thing like what, well, like what was your like what is what was your thing when you were a player and what is your thing now <laughs>
0: um i'm i like to dress like dress really nice so i am often in a suit uh when the
3: fuck are you in a suit
0: i have not never se- times you would ever see me yeah,
3: yeah when not, not i've never seen you
0: in a suit yeah like like Different times, not those times. But uh, if I'm going out casually, I'll wear jeans, you know, T-shirt, and then uh, I'll probably wear, like, checker boots.
3: So, like, your thing is, like, fashion. Yeah, I want to look good. You want to look good. Mm-hmm. You want to look like you you play the part of the the big leaguer. Correct. hmm hmm You look good, you play good.
0: Feel good, look good, or look good, feel good, play good.
3: Right. Have you been to an opening day as a fan? No. You don't care.
0: I I would if I lived if I lived where you lived, I'd go. I I really enjoy though, like the way you go watch a Red Sox game. I can get on board with, Mm -hmm. but uh, that's why I do come when you when you're there. Typically, Mm -hmm. I would just wait at the bar for you. Mm -hmm. But I really do enjoy um, sitting on the couch with like like I love one o'clock starts sitting on the couch with like a cup of coffee or a nice coffee. And just chilling and watching the sauce while you do some work. I I really enjoy that.
3: Yeah. I like that too. I like to mix it up. Yeah. Like I, as of right now, I literally have the ability to go to every single Red Sox home game. I'm not going to do that. I don't, I don't care to do that. I would like to, I like watching it on TV too. I like being there. Like Friday night, like that's why I like to go to the Friday night games. It's a, I love the atmosphere. I love the seven o'clock start. I love the Fridays. It's like, all right, everyone's kind of in like a looser mood. No one has to be up for work in the morning. Um, but yeah, during the week, it's like, all right, it's a Tuesday night. Sit on the couch, maybe have a an adult uh, beverage. You know what I'm, I'm talking
0: right, about, but, Pat? Actually, say I don't drink hardly ever at my house me neither like I will go out like I drink often but mainly because I like go to dinners with people that I'm trying to connect with and then we have a, we have like drinks like it's mm-hmm. a way to connect and mm-hmm. not you know, socially get the, yeah exactly mm-hmm. so I do that a lot that's why I end up drinking a lot but um, I hardly ever have a drink at my apartment
3: do you want to make plans live on the air right now sure when, when would you like to come to to a game with me Pat mm,
0: I, I don't think I can make it in April uh, but in April now. you're booked for the month. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty. This is pretty hectic month for me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. 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 Why don't I we take a minute? Maybe uh, I told you that that thing off air. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was last episode where things were kind of getting all haywire on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't leave until that's done. Got it. Um, but May I think we will uh, I certainly I was I was hoping to make a series once a month. That was my goal for the year.
3: Yeah. So will we love, get the love, the White Sox? May
0: 6th. I want to come on a weekend because I want to go out and drink. That's a Friday. Fantastic.
3: May 6th against the White Sox. That'll be a good one. Um, The Seattle Mariners come to town the weekend of the 20th.
0: Hmm.
3: And then the Orioles, Hmm. the last weekend in May, the 27th, they'll be in town.
0: Is that Memorial Day weekend? Uh, Yes, it is. Um, and then I won't come for that, but um, why not? You going are be ob- observing? <laughs> no, it's just, I uh, just people, it's so many people are traveling that weekend. I don't want to be in traffic or anything. Got it. Yeah. However, I, w- I do want to have a quick announcement. Mm-hmm. I just got a was DM response to my Wikipedia page from mm-hmm. on, on Instagram, and I the DM says, and I quote vacuum cleaner greater than sign tv i agree
3: that person is an asshole and you (laughs) should block (laughs) who
0: said that uh a nice young lady oh it's a young lady yes it is a young lady and she she's a pretty attractive girl so
3: okay do you think that maybe she's agreeing with you because she's like oh pat maybe if i agree with your dumb fucking takes that you'll give me attention (laughs) you think that's what it is
0: I don't think so. No, I don't. I think I, that's what, what it is. Okay. I think that's what okay. it is. Okay. Well, I don't think that's what it is.
3: Put it this way. If you were ugly, I don't think that anyone would agree that the vacuum was more important than the
0: TV. Listen, that is a backhanded way of saying I'm very attractive. So, sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. But I yeah, have already said, I've already said... What? Yeah, let's, make, let's plans. make plans. Let's make plans. Alright, let's, so... so let's, let's shoot what, the White Sox are what What weekend? The 6th. Oh, nice and early. May 6th. May 6th. See if I have anything on the calendar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, can't make that weekend. Why not? What the fuck you have to do? To do? Going to the Kentucky Derby.
3: Why are you going to the Kentucky Derby?
0: Gotta meet some people. Who are you meeting? Not really sure yet. It's... The Kentucky Derby is a... It's a place with a lot of money, and I mm-hmm. am staying in, like, I'm going, like, the where I'm watching, and then the parties that uh, go before the Derby, um, they are tough to get into. So, we're uh, hopefully going to meet some some good people that can help.
3: So, you're just going to Kentucky Derby for the parties?
0: I'm going to network, yes.
3: Nothing Networking. wrong with that?
0: Yeah. I'm not going like, to. The, the, the Thursday, we're doing, like, a club scene. I really don't even want to do it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they're really gonna have to drag you to a club.
2: Uh, <laughs> all right, I I really do have to run. All right, no. all right. So I'm gonna jump, I have to jump off.
3: All right, Peter. Hey, it's all been right. real. We'll see you. We'll see you Friday.
2: Yes, absolutely. Right, we'll see you
3: Friday, Peter. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming, Bye. man. All right. See you, Pete. Bye, Pete. Bye. <laughs> Tyler's. Been, this show is fucking. This is chaos hey you know what um it is what it is all right let's fucking let's just uh we'll do a little stop and chop look ahead and and we'll get the fuck out of here (laughs) how about that yeah yeah i think my mom made ribs tonight so i'm probably gonna i'll finish i'll finish this show whatever the fuck it's called sure jake has shit he's gotta do i still haven't worked out yet today gotta gotta keep that physique right pat Hell yeah. 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 You, you, you still do. been going
0: to the gym at all? Yeah, I have. Actually, someone put up a picture today. Uh-huh. I'm going sh- to show it to you on air here. Show me the picture. Yeah. I'm going to show you, you the got, picture. What you got for this picture? Because I'm, I, this is the fr- I'm quite pleased with the way I look in this.
3: hmm
0: You looking beefy? Do- I don't listen. You know, the arm action is looking pretty mm-hmm. good. hmm I tried to repost it, but uh, he's private, so that wasn't able to happen. But mm-hmm. um, where is this guy? did you screenshot it? No, I'm friends with him. Oh And so I can see it But mm-hmm. uh, I just can't repost it Because he's private I guess Right Yeah that's how that works mm-hmm. Is this Did he All of a sudden Wait a minute he, I can't find him anymore Did he block me <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's a shame Alright <laughs> all
0: go a, do the Stop and Shop thing and then I'll Yeah Stop and shop. shop Look ahead
3: Brought to you by Stop and Shop uh, Opening day at Fenway Park. It's a two ten start on Friday. You got Nick Pavetta versus Sonny Gray, who I'm sure you're probably sitting there saying, when the fuck did the Minnesota Twins get Sonny Gray? It's a great question. Don't know the answer. Tanner Houck versus Bailey Ober. Michael Waka versus Dylan Bundy. You might be sitting there saying, when the fuck did the Minnesota Twins get Dylan Bundy? Then you got Rich Hill in the finale. That is the Marathon Monday game at 11.10 a.m. If you're planning on getting there on time. Rich Hill versus Chris Archer. And you're probably sitting there wondering, when the fuck did the Minnesota Twins get Chris Archer? Don't know. But they got all three of those fucking guys. Just a real... uh. Assortment of random-ass pitchers the Minnesota Twins have. Um, Red Sox hitters against Sonny Gray. 17 for 77. Five doubles, two triples, a couple homers. That's a 7.06 OPS. Uh, Julio Daniel, 4 for 10 with a double and a homer. Jackie Bradley against Sonny Gray is 5 for 20 with a double and two triples. An 8.48 OPS. Um Bailey Ober pitched against the Red Sox last year once. Five innings, four hits, no earned runs. Seven punchies. That's not great. He throws slop, though. Averages uh, 92 miles an hour on his fastball. Chris Archer's right there with him. Yeah. but you got Dylan Bundy. <clears throat> Fucking sucked. <laughs> Fucking sucked last year. Six-plus ERA. The FIP was about five and a half. Um, then you got uh Verdugo, two for three with a homer. Bogey, 12 for 36 with four doubles, three homers. He's got an OPS over 1,100 against Dylan Bundy. Rafi, big scoops. Kid, five for 20, two homers, an 868 OPS. And then you got whack ass Chris Archer, um, one of the biggest heists in baseball executive history pulled off by Heim Bloom, the king himself, who sits on the throne of the Blumenati, taking Chris Archer and turning that into Tyler Glasnow, Austin Meadows, who looked like a fucking disaster in left field for the Detroit Tigers in the series finale. That was like the back-to-back-to-back double inning for the Red Sox, um, which we didn't even really talk about at the end of that game. I just kind of wanted to point out that Hansel Robles is the closer of this team, and he is the face of the franchise. Uh, outside of that, though. Travis Shaw, 6-for-17, couple doubles, couple homers, 13, uh, 1,300 OPS against Chris Archer. 3-for-7, we're talking Devers, 3-for-7, two doubles, and 1,143 OPS, and then Bogey. 11 for 35. Three doubles. Some walks in there. 785 OPS. Uh, Yeah, the Minnesota Twins, they can swing it. They can swing it. Um, I still like the matchups in the Red Sox favor. I feel like there's going to be a funky one in here. But overall, I mean... mm. What do I like here? Is is three out of four over aggressive?
4: If the bats stay hot and continue to do what they were doing in the series, I don't think it's aggressive or being aggressive at all. We're talking, look, Chris Archer, he was fine the last time he went out. He's pumping like 92, 93. Dylan Bundy was solid first time out, was terrible last year. Like, you got some actual slop coming to the mound here.
3: I fucking love slop. Should
4: be able to take advantage there
3: absolute slop, jalop coming to the mound for the Minnesota twins in this series. Um, I'm just going to say it. I got a sweep. I got a four game sweep. (laughs) I really do. I can smell it. I can taste it. I can see it. I can visualize it. No Um,
4: fair Carlos Correa?
3: No. No, not at all. Uh, I fear Byron Buxton. I do not fear Carlos Correa. I do not fear the Twins rotation. Um, They got a good team. Better, better, a lot better than their record would indicate from a year ago. The Twins have a good team. That being said, they're not going to win a fucking game. Uh, um, Pat, what do you got in this series?
4: I'm going to go with three for four. I'm not going to be as aggressive as Jared. I, I liked going two for three last time. I think I leave a little bit room for error there, but uh, I think we're going to see the bats come alive. I think they're going to stay hot. I think what we saw against Detroit was really just the start of that, um, but I think there'll be some runs put on, you know, on the board from both sides, I think we're going to see a lot of high scoring in the series.
3: Sweep three out of four. Patrick James.
0: I, I don't want to be a negative Nancy. Oh, uh, boy. Wow. I think I think we split. You're an asshole. Reason being, listen, we're going to be real picks here now. I'm not going to just always say sweep like I did the first two series. Real picks here. I just don't. The team hasn't put it together yet. We're we're getting there. We're seeing signs of life from the from the bats. Uh, We're also seeing some issues with pitching. Um, It just doesn't feel like the team's put it together yet. And we're and the Twins are a good team. We're not facing the Pirates, Um, so we, we 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 couldn't sweep the Tigers. Uh, and i think the twins are, are are considerably better than they are so i think i think we i think we split I, I do i think we split there's certainly the opportunity to to sweep here if for some reason we put it together for a series here but i haven't seen him do it yet so i'm i'm saying split i do want to say pat when you're saying you know making real picks here please put some
4: respect on me and jared's name we have been making real picks I'll <laughs> leave that to you
0: Right, <laughs> I I fucking nailed the last series. No, assholes. I was right there with you. Yeah, I want to make it abundantly clear that I was more speaking about my picks in the As previous two series. Where you know we try to be out, we try to be happy about the the sweeps early on. We're trying to be positive, Pauls. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. We got a long season ahead of us here, and I want to make sure we have realistic expectations. Uh, again, like I said, so we're we're switching up here a little bit. We're gonna go. I'm gonna split it.
3: Asshole. Okay, Jake. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and make a very real legitimate pick and say sweep. Thank you, Jake. It's a good pick. You're a douche. That's a good <laughs> pick. It's a good pick.
0: Why is he a douche? But I'm not. I I said sweep too. Because of the, the prior comment in the, what he was saying. I'm going to make a real legitimate pick. He is clearly talking shit about me.
3: It's a good pick.
0: I didn't say it wasn't a good pick. You implied it's not a legitimate pick. No, I implied my previous picks that I'm oh. not going to say sweep all year. That's not what I implied in any way and if you listen Jared, they could you have would swept that.
3: that series. So they
0: that, certainly could have, but they didn't. So you they sang, haven't put it together you, yet, Jared.
3: You saying sweep against the Tigers was not a f- That's not a fake pick. That could have happened.
0: So, hey, well, listen, you could sweep every series. <laughs> there is always the chance of a sweep. But what we've seen the first two series is they haven't, the team has not put it together yet. They we were, were one conviction.
3: Yeah. They were one hobby bias swinging the
0: bat away from potentially sweeping the Tigers into truth. Yeah, they certainly were. But mm-hmm. if, you, if you talk to the Tigers, I mean, it was a 9 7 ball game today, I think it was, right? Yeah. Uh,
3: they weren't they're, trying.
0: They're not far off from winning those games, too. So, no, no, no. Uh, I'm okay. Listen, this is where we're at. So, okay. split.
3: All right. Two sweeps. Pete didn't give us goddamn picks. Uh, two sweeps. And a 3 out of 4. Correct. And then whatever the fuck Pete goes with. All right. Um, we'll be back Monday morning after the or no. We're going to have to wait until fucking cuz there it's a four-game series. Yeah. That's going to piss me off when that happens. Because I'm going to get into a groove of recording on Sunday nights in person. And the next thing you know, if there's like a four-game series that goes into Monday, that's going to piss me off. But good thing we weren't even starting yet. We still got a couple weeks. Still got a couple weeks before we can start doing the the Sundays at the, uh, <coughs> the Launchpad Fenway Studios. But once we start doing those, uh, I'm, I'm going to be excited for that. We're going to have Pat's beautiful face up here on the TV. Maybe you should
0: do it the first series that I come up in May. Or is that too far out?
3: No, we can do that. i saying. I'll be, I'll we be can there for the first time. Get, get all of us here at the same time? Mm-hmm. That'd actually be very fun. <laughs> yeah, I'd be excited for that. Maybe we should do it. I uh, Listen, you don't have to convince me. I'd be Anytime you want to come over, Pat, you just tell me, say the word. I'll give you a fucking key. You don't even have to announce that you're coming over. I might not even announce it. Fine by me. I know. All right. Um, everyone enjoy opening day. If you guys are there, I don't know. I don't know. Like if we're still working on like what we're going to do in terms of a system for like meet and greets, but I'm, I'm sure we'll probably be doing a lot of those. Um, opening day is a little hectic. So yeah, we're, we're still getting our feet wet. We don't even have a fucking name for the show. So that's that's the, the order business. Get a name for the show figure out where the post-game spot is uh, and then get the studio set up so that we can do shows in person and then we'll figure out a plan for live shows and all that other shit. We have big plans and merch. That's the thing. People are like, oh, are you guys going to put out merch? It's like, yes, but we don't know what the show is called. So when we know what the show is called, then we can put merch out. But until then, we can't. I'm not going to put out whatever the fuck. What is it? Uh, Jared Carabas pod or whatever the fuck it is. Um, can't put merch out for that because that's not really what the show is called. But, anyways, uh, again, enjoy opening day. We'll see you back here on Monday night or whatever the fuck the next episode is.
0: Buenas noches, amigos.